welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hello, 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 Jamie. Hello, Adam. All right. Welcome back. Thank you. How's everything going with you? Well, it's uh, never a dull moment in the world of solar. I, and you may have, uh, you know, kind of seen some of the news that's been happening around PG&E. Yes, I have. Uh, <laughs> I guess now is not the time to invest, or is it the perfect time to buy stock? <laughs> Might be a little late because uh, after all of this. Uh, Michigas with uh, PG&E, their stock went up. Oh man! <laughs> well, that's uh, that's kind of how it goes. But um, <clears throat> yeah, it was an exciting week of uh, you know PG&E in Northern California cut off power to nine hundred thousand people. Oh well, they're fine. Well, yeah, you know, there's a lot of people in rural areas, so they kind of count on the power <laughs> and you know they actually did it in lots of uh, urban areas too i just got a call from a client in oakland who they cut his power oh and my. In lafayette and it's just amazing that uh um i imagine there's quite a few pg e uh executives that live in these areas and my guess is they cut their own power which kind of is crazy <sighs> <laughs> I have no, uh, uh, do you, so what, is that what you want to talk about today? Let's oh say. yeah. Yeah. Okay. The, so do you know going on. what's the reason behind PG&E saying, Hey, you guys don't need power during really hot days. And I guess, oh boy. I think, you know, the, the macro reason is to let everyone know who is really in charge. And if PG&E were to go out of business, if they were to file bankruptcy or get broken up or any of the things that all the politicians or other groups are talking about. Mm -hmm. Basically, we're two weeks away from a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> PG&E is telling, telling the public, uh, here's what happens if we are not around. Um, and I think that's really all it is, is that there were no major fires. It's just, you know, PG&E cut the power to uh, what they called in fire areas, but there uh -huh. were no fires. <laughs> there was just fire danger. And when in California is there not fire danger? I mean, really, if it has, a, if it rains for two weeks, then there's probably not fire danger. And other than that, you know, it's it's almost always 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 fire danger. So, um, you know, people uh, were so reliant on electricity, yep. uh, you really don't even imagine how many things rely on on energy and then you know pg e they their their website crashed uh because so many people were going on it to try and figure out what's you know what how long is this uh this is going to last mm -hmm. and uh you know finally their ceo came out and said uh yeah i guess we made a mistake uh we're sorry so um 
How about no more complaining, basically? <laughs> so, I, I do see PG&E's kind of side of this, right? They're criticized, you know, I guess, I don't know, rightly so, from last year's fires for being the cause of, you know, sure. those fires that raised a town. So instead of risking uh, a highly uh, populated area, uh they just said, okay, what's the, the cost-benefit analysis here? One or two days with no power. Or, you know. How about five days with no power? Okay. So, wow. does, so I, 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 I feel for those people. And I definitely, if you're, you know, if you have a medical condition and you need Oof. breathing apparatus, apparatus, <laughs> uh, then yes, I definitely cannot see that point of view. That you definitely need power. Um, oh boy! But so you you don't. I don't know what else could PG&E do. I mean, I guess they could cut down all the trees that are around all the power lines. But I don't know if that's is that good enough. Well, there's plenty of things they could do if they want to ask me. But um, the main thing, though, mm -hmm. is really uh, it's it's what I say. I mean. There, why isn't today a power a fire safety day and they cut power? You know, if you go onto their website, everything, oh, we're back online, everyone, everyone's all green. We all we have power has been restored everywhere, except for the parts where we haven't figured out how to turn it back on. But oh my in most places <laughs> in most places it's been it's been turned back on. So it is uh, it is pretty crazy. Um, so oofa. And so, they, you know, I, I guess you must have been inundated with calls yourself. Yes. Um, and that's, I guess that's really more what I want to talk about. Is this, is this something that's going to continue? And I'd say yes. Yes. <laughs> is, is this something that people really, sh you know, if they're really concerned about, how am I going to have power to live? Uh, what should I do? And it is, it's a weird phenomenon to be on the other side where it's, I feel like we're kind of, now looked at as energy providers. And it's just like when you mentioned with people who have life-threatening uh, issues, uh, for example, a CPAP machine or you know, a breathing machine that runs on electricity, what happens to them if the electricity goes out or if they are on dialysis and the electricity goes out or if you know, a million different things that now I tend, you know, people, are looking at me like uh, I'm in charge <laughs> when that's a lot of pressure to be in charge of someone's breathing. So sure. uh, we want to have something that's extremely reliable. Mm -hmm. And as we've talked on other podcasts, a battery backup uh, is should be reliable, but it really isn't. It's dependent on the sun. And if it's sunny out, yes, you'll have continuous power, certainly not unlimited power, but a little bit and not enough. You know, it could power the refrigerator some of the time could power the, uh, you know, the lights some of the time, but certainly not air conditioning, uh, certainly not electric dryer or anything like that. Right. Uh, and, you know, what we also found is we had a client up in Kenwood area, which is up in Napa County, mm -hmm. and uh, her backup generator that we installed uh, failed on oh. the first day of the outage. And uh, imagine being the generator repair guy uh, who gets, you know, uh, calls from when 60,000 people's power is cut out at once. And these are all people up in the, you know, out in the mountains and in the country. And they just, I mean, basically they all stopped answering their phones 
and all these poor people are out of power and no, you know, they're on well water and, you know, they have horses and cattle and oh no, uh, it's just brutal. So let's, let's talk about what we can do to fix this. <laughs> so forward. for those people who are, uh, so just, to, just a little backtrack. If I, yep. if I need, if I'm on some dialysis, mach- dialysis machine or, uh, and I'm like, okay, so I have to take care of myself. So I should consider a battery backup. I have to make sure that I understand how much actual juice that battery is going to be able to produce and then compare that to five days of no power. Well, yeah. And it's, <laughs> and what if this happened, you know, like in the month of December when we only get one to two sun hours per day, that means the batteries, you know, are going to either take a lot longer to recharge Mm-hmm. or they're not going to charge up fully at all. And it's, so there's, is there a good solution for any backup generator? We were looking at another one uh, called Goal Zero. And even that one is a, it's a pretty sparse backup <laughs> solution. Uh, so we're, uh, we're now looking at other solutions, but right mm-hmm. now, you know, unfortunately, you know, I've, I've talked, I've badmouthed uh, backup solar batteries for so long, but yeah, Kind of looking like that might be the best solution. And so now we're looking at uh, maybe offering a package of solar panels, uh, the, uh, a separate inverter just for the battery and oh. then the battery itself. I mean, it's, it's just really expensive to, uh, to have. And it's still, again, only 10 kilowatt hours of backup power, which is not a lot. Uh, you can burn through that in an hour, you know, if you ran air conditioning, a freezer, refrigerator, everything at once. So most people wow. probably need two batteries. And these things are about $10,000 each. Oh, my. Uh, yeah, so I'm, uh, we're, we're struggling right now to, to figure out what we can do to help our clients. Uh, but the main one is really become energy independent from PG&E and, uh, you know, and try and do their best. But the backup generators, I thought, were a good solution, uh, not a great solution. So mm. they, they have to work. <laughs> well, yeah, that's mm-hmm. insane. But, uh, oh man, it, it, that is not, that should not happen, obviously. But what about, how about a business in this situation? So Out. There's so many people that posted, hey, we're, uh, we're, we're closed. closed until further notice. And uh, that's, that's really tough, too. Really tough. What if you're a kidney dialysis clinic? I guess um, you're, yeah, you're close. <laughs> you send people to the hospital. So, um, on PG&E's website, they even post how many people are still without power that are on the medical baseline discount, and that is anyone that gets a discount for having a medical issue. Wow. And there are thousands, thousands of people that are impacted, and that's oh my gosh, it's <laughs> it's just brutal to look at this. That each one of those poor people, you're probably a senior, you know, most likelihood, mm-hmm. who you know needs power badly. So, um, yeah, as you can tell, we're I'm very uh, uh, distraught about how to fix this, and I wish there was a super easy, <laughs> uh, inexpensive solution. But uh, we're just finding that uh, not not the case. So if I'm a homeowner and I'm like, okay, next year I'm gonna I'm going solar and or I'm thinking about going solar, but just to get me away from PG&E. And then if you go solar, that doesn't mean like if PG&E turns off the power that you have 
power and you can laugh at all your neighbors and <laughs> right very bis- big misconception we had okay. a lot of calls about that that uh people uh assumed that since they had solar that right. they do not or i mean that if power goes out they have power and right. unfortunately that is not the case these are grid tied systems which means that with they if the grid goes down so does their solar Ooh. and it's a safety, quote unquote, safety issue with, okay. with solar inverters uh, that uh, if there is a power outage, the uh, line workers don't want a bunch of solar energy coming back through the line while they're trying to fix the ah. supposed down power line. Um, in talking with uh, the linemen, they, you know, themselves said they would never, ever <laughs> rely on a, you know, that they clip the power on both sides before they work on a transformer or any kind of power lines or anything like that. So in our opinion, this is kind of an unnecessary safety issue. Mm -hmm. And wouldn't it be nice if uh, solar could work during a power outage? And I think in the long term, if we could remove that, that would be a great place to start because Mm. we we do. There's millions of people now that have solar. And if we could take off of this this anti-islanding, they call it, provision, then I think we would be in great shape. But right now, that's not going to happen. Not possible. And okay. so, um, you know, probably years and years <laughs> and testimony and expert witnesses and blah, blah, blah. But uh, for right now, if I'm a solar perspective, solar client, I probably, you know, this is a new wrinkle that PG&E can just decide to shut off the power for hundreds of thousands of people. Uh, we had not counted on that before. So now, uh, you know, we thought they were they want to be in business. They want to make money. <laughs> They're going to charge for the power. Well, uh, apparently not. So now I think I'm going to have to reluctantly recommend that people get a battery, at least one battery for their home. If they, oh. if especially if they have life threatening or you know anything like that, they really need to consider a battery system, possibly a generator as well. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is just the new normal: is that we have to plan for. Uh, power outages. Wow. Can you imagine? It's this, I mean, two weeks without power, we would have a lot of people who are, uh, who are very interested. <laughs> uh, I mean, like people, PG&E's advice was to go to somewhere with power to all of these people that they cut power to. And that was their official, their official uh, stance. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm aghast because if I, I'm just imagining myself with a family member who has some medical issue that depends yep. on this. And then now, yep. okay, I guess we're going to go to a hotel and to wait it out. I mean, thanks for the warning. Um, if, I mean, if this was our, my mom or something like that, we're, okay, going on a road trip, pack the machine. I don't know how we're going to power it on the way there, but I, wow. Oh, yeah. Kind of the issue in Napa County is that it filled up immediately. So, I mean, I think all the hotels were jammed for, you know, miles and miles around. So, it was it was difficult. It was, so it the, like there was a safe zone or something in in Napa. Well, pretty much they cut the power for all of Napa County. Right. So going to a hotel, what do that for? What if the Napa. hotel has no power? <laughs> yeah. So. Right. So I mean, you have to go out of that zone. So we're yeah we're driving to Vegas. There. 
Jesus. I would say, yeah, I mean, that would probably be safe, but I mean, are out of PG&E territory, which is, uh, you know, Sacramento or something like that. But. Oh, yeah, there's little pockets going to Alameda, <laughs> little Alameda. Yeah, little Alameda. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. hopefully by this, you know, we'll have another, uh, we'll have more updates next week. And mm-hmm. hopefully we'll have a, uh, you know, we'll have settled on our strategy for our clients going forward. But in the meantime, I mean, we're still having tons of people, you know, one nice thing about PG&E is they really make it easy to sell solar. So thank you, PG&E. So if I'm, if I'm a homeowner, just to wrap things up, um, if I'm a homeowner and I have a life-threatening illness that I got to deal with technologically that depends on power, I should start thinking about getting, if I'm going to go solar, also including some kind of battery backup, but also understand that that's a significant cost and not a lot of benefit. And but. if, yeah, not if it's more than two days or a day. I mean, wow. Well, I mean, if, if the sun is out, the battery will continue to charge mm. from the solar panels. But if, you know, if you are expecting to run your house normally, that's not the case. Mm. And, and so uh, keep in mind, too, you know, if we size the system for, you know, at 100, you know, to offset your current electricity bill, and then you add battery system, well, now we're not getting that net energy metering credit so we basically you know we're going to recommend we need to add more solar panels and hopefully hopefully there's room on the roof and stuff like that so it's there's going to be a lot of variables um Mm -hmm. but expect expect it to be much more expensive than you paid for your original solar panel system and really to not get a huge amount of benefit um i unfortunately i'm going to recommend that two batteries should be the minimum system size for a uh, for a solar client if they are, are in this situation, right? Just if they want to, if they want to have any is, you know, they're going to cut the power. Uh, I'm going to recommend they, you know, 10 kilowatt hours is just not enough. It's really, that's a kind of a bare minimum. Wow. It's really bare minimum. So two would be better. Mm. Which is, oof, oof is right. Oof. 2,000 or 20,000. Okay. Just for the batteries, yeah. That I'll use... Well, PG&E will make sure I get some use out of them, it sounds like, over the next... Well, they <laughs> haven't said so, you know. They, they, so we'll, we'll continue to discuss this topic as it's uh, certainly not as, a, not as fun and uplifting as I would like it to be, but uh, we are getting lots of great feedback on our podcast. So mm. we want to thank everyone for all their comments. And uh, some, one customer let me know that uh, he listened to all the podcasts uh, and it, he was able to narrow down his search the two reputable companies in his area mm-hmm. and he told the other ones to take a hike and uh looks like looks like he's going to make a good decision going solar which is the whole purpose of yeah that, yeah because there's like you said there's always uh stuff going on and <laughs> uh i guess there's a lot of people taking advantage of that and all that stuff so good yeah yeah i good. agree good 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 mm-hmm. all right we're uh, okay to wrap it up here oh yeah Perfect. all right great Thank you very much for uh, listening. And if you have a question for a future episode, make sure to send us a message through our Facebook group, uh, our Facebook page, pardon me. And that's at Straight Talk SolarCast. And we'll be sure to answer one of those questions on a future episode. If you want to give us a five-star rating on iTunes, please feel free to do so. Uh, This is Adam and Jamie Durant signing off. See you later, Jamie. All right. Have a great week. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast 
with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.